Guys, I've been in my house for three fucking weeks. Three fucking weeks, and I'm tired of it. I'm My mental state is just not here um, because I'm sitting at home with this damn BBL recovery. Yo, this shit has been a journey. I will say that. I am now three weeks in. My lord. My lord. I can't do it. I'm, I need to get out of the house. I need to get out of my house, but I can't leave my house. I can't leave my house. Like, I, because I can't really do shit. I can't even sit down yet. Like, I'm able to sit on the fucking nasty-ass BBL pillow, which this shit is so uncomfortable, buddy. Like, your your lower back is done for using this thing, I'll tell you that. But we're getting there. A lot of my swelling has gone down this week, and it looks fine. Like, I hate saying it. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, I can't say it because it's real. Like, anyway, like, it's fine. My BBL looks fine. It's not bad. It, don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. It's beautiful work. Beautiful work. Stunning. A wonderful job. My only thing is like, for how much I invested financially, timically, that, I mean time, that's not a word, physically, mentally, we could have we boomed up a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could have really, we could have tried to do a little bit more. It's okay. It's fine. It's still very lovely. And I also need to stop like losing a like because i was looking in the mirror today and i'm like what i was like what for how much this shit cost and how much this shit be what like i mean i'm just giving a little bit of extra leg hit body and that's it like damn damn that's it like it, it like i feel like i feel like okay like i mean because everybody's seen pictures of like swelling and shit i'm like if y'all saw me pre-surgery didn't see me at all for a month like let me pop out six weeks later i see you again i don't think y'all would notice shit i think y'all would be like that's the same old bitch so that's the only thing i'm like damn for how much the shit costs you don't want to look like the same old bitch i don't want to be the same old bitch that's why i keep getting plastic surgeries because i don't want to be that bitch no more i want to be a different bitch but uh, there's nothing i can do i've done everything during my recovery that i'm supposed to i haven't sat on it I don't be laying on it. I haven't laid on my sides because most of the fat transfer was into my hips because naturally I am built like, like I am built very drywall. I am built very stiff board. So I'm grateful that I'm even given like some shape. So I'll count my blessings. But that's a whole other conversation. Like I might look into like injections at some point because I know I talked about it with my surgeon because like I could tell that they were like yeah sweetie like I think our last appointment he was like he was like you know there are injections that we can do if it's like you by the end of it you're like eh because I think even he was like it's gonna go down sister like don't don't expect no ruby rose body out of here like but we live we live but anyway I'm here because like I want to start like coming on here because there are things that happen like in the world that like I just really have so many thoughts on and I just want to share them you know like I just want I want to have a conversation and do I care if anybody watched it no because it doesn't change the fact that I'm just being fucking real okay and somebody has to be real and so I'm the bitch to do it so there's just been like I want to I'm gonna start gathering things throughout the week things that are going on in the, in the world that I would like to comment on and I have a list ready so let me let me pull up. You know what I'm saying? Let me pull it up. I came prepared. You know what I mean? I have an agenda for the meeting. So oh 
I do not like that this was the first note that came up on the pad. Next. Okay. First thing I want to talk about is the Super Bowl. Okay, the Fenty Bowl. Re. Oh, re. Oh, re. Let's talk about mothers. Like, you all want to talk about mothers? Let's talk about mothers. Okay? Like, re. Oh, honey, you ate that. Like, that was stunning. Like, did anybody else get a little emotional? I did. I low-key did, for real. Like, I was like, wow, bitch. Like, that's something. Like, I was really feeling it. I was really feeling it. Like, I mean, like, I was literally shitting bricks. Shitting bricks before she came on. Like, the entire time I was sitting there, like, like you know the last two minutes of the second, of the second quarter? Is it, is it quarters in football? Or is it halves? Is it quarters or halves? I don't know. Nobody cares. It was the Fenty Bowl anyway. I Those last two minutes they was dragging out before the halftime, I was literally ready to end it all. Like, I was actually going to call in a bomb threat to the stadium. I was like, if you do not get, if you, if y'all do not get mother on stage in five minutes, I'm actually going to shut, shut it down. I'm going to shut it down. Okay? Because I'm... I'm not playing with it. Like, and then you saw the news and then we all saw the article that came out the next day that the viewers was up during the Super Bowl and they was down when it was back to the football. Like, because when it was during the halftime. Like, because nobody's watching that. Like, nobody's watching that. This is what they was going to hear in the audience for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, like put Rhea on stage. Put her on stage. Don't play with me. Like, nobody want to see these boys run around for six hours. Like, no one cares. We want to see Mother. I got, yo, the set list... Mother, yo, yo, when she opened up with Bitch Better Have My Money, I actually, like, levitated out my house. Like, because I wanted that song to be on the set so bad, but I thought it was not going to have a chance. I was like, is she really going to do Bitch Better Have My Money at the Super Bowl? Like, it wasn't, like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like the song was a flop, but, like, I don't think of that as, like, a classic Rihanna song. Like, I think it is. I think it is. It's one of my favorites. But I think, I'm thinking like general American public. I was not expecting her to come swinging with Bitch Better Have My Money. So I applaud her for that. That was the right call because everyone was gagging. And then when she was teasing with some of the other songs, I heard Pose. I heard Birthday Cake. I heard Cockiness. I heard Fresh Off the Runway. Like, she was just so good. Like, that's that's some mother shit. Like, come on. Like, like you like you can't outmother the mother. Like, I was just like, wow. Wow. Like, I got emotional. Like, I was sitting there like, oh, it's over. Like, and then I, that brings me to my point. <sighs> I think we as an American society, as a collective union, as one nation under God, individual, individ, individ, is it individual? One nation under God, individual. No, it's one nation under God, individual with liberty and justice. Indivisible? That, it's not indivisible, is it? One nation under God, indivisible. Maybe it is. I don't know. No one says that shit anymore anyway. It's 2023. Next. So what I was saying, I think us as one nation under God, as all Rihanna lovers, we all need to accept the fact that on Sunday, that Super Bowl Sunday, that Fenty Bowl Sunday, she, um, she foreclosed the music career. You know what I mean? Like she, she packed it up and moved it out on that stage. Like I really saw that as like a celebration of her music career and like how iconic 
her eight albums are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like we need to give it up. Give it up. Like, I know every fucking interview want to ask her about it. Everybody want to bring it up. Baby, we're going on like year six. We're going on like year seven since anti. Let it go. She's not putting out shit no more. Never. She's not putting out nothing. Like, so when she was on that stage Super Bowl Sunday... And she was singing her ass off, doing her little one-two step with Baby on the Way. That was it. That that was a sign to let y'all know she's wrapping it up. She's wrapping it up. Like, we're not getting another album. So let, let's, let's all let it go. Like, I think it's time we let the shit go. Because we keep asking her about it and she keeps, she keeps lying. She keeps lying because she don't care, okay? She lies for fun. She's just like me. So that on Sunday was quite literally a celebration of her career. Like, and I think that that was her saying bye I'm going to go chill with ASAP and my children and calling it a day. She, we're not getting we're not getting the album. We're not getting the album. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, we need to stop fucking asking her about it every, every fucking six months when she does one interview. We're not getting it. It's never happening. She's just going to keep lying her ass off because she lies for fun. She's like me. So, but you know, either way, like either way, and, it's, and I'm at the point where I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even care. Like... I think because Rihanna is such a unique case, like, it's not like Beyonce. Like, I don't see Beyonce hanging up music, like, for a minute. Like, I see Beyonce, like, I see Beyonce transitioning into, like, an artist that, like, she's not gonna have, like, like, she's not gonna be on the two-year cycle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even Taylor stopped doing that shit. Like, like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if we're gonna see, like, them traditional eras no more from the girls. Like, I don't think we're gonna see it from Ariana either. I'll say it. I'll say it. I think Sweetener and Thank You Next was our last little moment. And then she dropped Positions, like, not even that long after that. If you think about it, it was, like, beginning of 2019, we got Thank You Next. Positions came, like, end of 2020. I And she'd been gone for, like, we we're entering year three. Like, I just don't... I'm not expecting, like, no traditional, like, era from her. Like, I just think that, like, now she married and she want to be Little House on the Prairie with her mans. And that's fine with her little dog farm whatever like fake mother like I hate when the mothers start being lazy but that's a whole other topic so I think I just think and oh what I was saying about Beyonce Beyonce like I think for Beyonce this is what I think for Beyonce I think that like renaissance is going to be a long-term era I think it's not gonna die down I mean, I think it'll die down, but I, I'm like, do not expect her to be cranking out records. Like, you know what I mean? Because like when, what, okay, let's look, let's look at the track record. So what, did we get, we got four in like 2011. We got self-titled 2013. We got Lemonade 2016. And then we got Renaissance 2022. You know what I mean? Like the time between the albums just keeps doubling. So, but then again, also, Beyonce was doing other projects in between Lemonade and Renaissance. Like, we had Black is King and The Gift. The Gift should be considered an album because I fucking love it. But you bitches don't like good music. So, that's that. And then she also did, so she did Black is King and The Gift soundtrack for The Lion King. She also did, what the fuck was it? She did Everything is Love, right? Did that come after? That came after Lemonade. She did that with, with, with Jay. So, like, she's done other shit in between. So, like, maybe that had something to do with it. And she was just doing Renaissance on the low. But, like, I'm not expecting a Beyonce album in 2024. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm not expecting that two-year cycle like the girls used to do. I just don't see that really being a thing no more. I think the girl, like, the veteran girlies that have been here for a minute are about to back up. They're about to back up because I think they're tired. Rihanna, I think, because she's hung it up. I think she's hung it up with music. Like, TBH. Like, I don't know why she keep edging y'all with this album because I don't think it's ever dropping. It's never coming. Like, it's going to sit on her hard drive for eternity and we're all just going to have to live with it. And there's so many new girlies anyway. Like, we got to get into some new shit. Like... So it's okay. Like, let's let the girls rest. Like, she's a mother of two. Like, I'm not going to be beating her door down for no fucking shit. Like, let's let Reed do her thing. And this gets me into, since I'm talking about Ree, next subject, her Vogue cover. You, yo, I do not like human beings. Because the conversation around Rihanna's cover has been absolutely stupid like it's just been so dumb like i don't understand like because okay so if you don't know i'm gonna pull a picture of it up like because i like to have a visual for the people so basically while i'm looking it up rihanna and asap rocky and her baby were on the cover of vogue recently like literally a couple days ago um and it was a beautiful photo like what were they on the beach or something hold on let me pull it up i'll pull it up for reference Yes, I found it. Okay, look, look, look. Okay. So, this, this is what I'm talking about. So, basically, Re and her mans and her baby were on the cover. Why? Of course, because Twitter is literally bird meeting ground, bird university. I go on there and these people are like literally literally pulling out the cork boards and getting the string out trying to connect how re is trying to dismantle the masculinity of our nation she's trying to destroy them she's trying to destroy men she's trying to destroy masculinity she's trying to destroy testosterone why don't you guys go destroy a job application you know what i'm saying like go destroy a job application you jobless losers like why what are you even doing like i'm so sick of this stupid ass conversation like i really am like it's so fucking pointless like i get it like i no i don't get it why am i even lying i don't get shit because it's fucking stupid like i just think it's so annoying like why the hell like just because She's holding his hand and he's standing in the back does not mean that she's trying to dismantle the father. Like, fathers dismantle themselves on their own. They don't need our help. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't need our help, okay? So, like, bye with the stupid ass points if she's trying to destroy masculinity. Masculinity destroyed itself. How about that? How about that, sweetie? It destroyed its own ass, okay? Next caller. Like, I just think that the conversation's stupid. Like, I wish I could find the picture I saw where it was literally, like, this dude literally, like, mapped out all the shit. And he was, like, he was, like, circling, like, over ASAP. And then he was, like, circling Re, And he was, like, cock shame. And this is, like, emasculated man. ASAP Rocky's a single father of two. <sighs> single father of two. Rihanna's the one that keeps the lights on, if we're being serious. So, he better stay home. He better stay home. Rihanna got hella shit to do. He don't. He better hold the damn kids. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say on that. And nobody cares. Like, shut up. Like, I'm so sick. This is like a this is like a topic that comes up like every week on the internet. And I'm like, why? Like, no one. It's not that serious. Like, shut up. Like, it's a bunch of people that are jobless and don't have nothing else to do. Like, because if you were employed, you would not care about who's in front of each other on the Vogue cover. Like, next, next, next. I don't even like. Let's not even talk about. 
I want to touch on this, like, briefly. I don't think it's worth, like, a deep conversation. Well, I mean, it is worth a deep conversation, but, like, I just don't know if it's, it's a conversation I want to have. But, yo, the Tubi commercial. Y'all saw that Tubi commercial on the Super Bowl? That was... Don't get me wrong, the commercial itself was funny. Like, right? Because it's like they switched the channel in the commercial made you think that, like, someone turned off the Super Bowl. What's not funny is the amount of stories that came out of literal abuse. No, 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 no. See, that's where we gotta hang it up. That's where we gotta hang it up. What the fuck? Like, and this is not new. This is not new. People have talked about this for so long. How, like, sports, like, major sports games, sports events, different, like, things going on just make the dv rates like domestic violence rates go up and that is actually fucking terrifying like what do you mean like that's so fucking scary and sad like why are men so deranged like the amount of stories i read on twitter and reddit of like people while the tubi commercial was on and the shit like happened where it made it look like they changed the channel and their man starts beating them beating them over a Tubi commercial? Like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. See, that's what we're not doing. That's what we're... Like, no, 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 no. Like, no, 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 no. I'm... Let that be my household. I swear to God, let that be my household. Let that be my household. Let that be my household. And that Tubi commercial goes on, and somebody raised their voice at me. It's a rap. It is a rap for you, baby. Like, it's so done. I don't think so no thank you Mm -mm. because let me tell you i will (laughs) i will hang up your life flat screen like mm -mm. like how that's just really sad though like on a serious note like we gotta like when are we gonna really sit down and have a serious conversation of why we even why why we even allow this to continue like we as a culture as a society as a collective have to shut it down and we're not and i'll tell you why we're not it's because there's a certain group aka older women that are never gonna stop making excuses for men they're never gonna stop like and i don't know what it's gonna take like because the thing is like you would think oh when it happens to them like which i'm never i'm not ne- i'm never wish that on nobody you know what i'm saying like i will never never wish that kind of shit on nobody However, I, like, I, you know what I'm saying? But, like, at the same time, even if that did happen to them, that wouldn't stop them, y'all. That would not stop them. They would continue to come up with shit. They will continue to come up with shit. For real. For real. They will continue to come up with excuses. The amount of fucking middle-aged women I saw on the internet going, Oh, sweetie, you know how much they love sports. And you know that once they be drinking and it was towards the end of the game. So they was probably real, real drunk, sweetie. It's not personal. Like, I literally went on Reddit and I read a story of a girl that happened to her. Like, during the Tubi commercial. And her man almost beat her ass. And then he realized it was a commercial and backed up. And his apology was literally bullshit. And his and her fucking mother was like, don't leave him. It was just a game. And he was drunk. You know how boys are with the sports. No. You know what, I, you know what I'm about to know? You know what I'm about to know? I'm about to know what boys are like in hell. Okay? I'm about to know what boys are like six feet under. Like, I don't think so. I will literally 
dog walk those fools if they ever if you ever try that with me i don't think so because there's never a moment ladies let like can we like look 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 i've i've had my times where i have been very intoxicated okay i have been very drunky on a handful of times you know what i'm saying not even a handful that's i'm lying for what i've i've had my fair share of some liquor Never, not near once, have I ever been like, oh, I'm fucked up. I'm going to beat my man. I'm going to beat him. Like, I'm going to beat his ass. Yeah. Mm, I've had a couple of shots of Henny. Yeah, I'm going to smack him silly. Like, no, 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 no. Who's doing that? Like, what, like, what the fuck do you mean? Like. That's just wild to me. And and I don't care. And I don't get how they're using liquor as an excuse. Liquor is not an excuse. Like you're never you're never drunk enough to the point where like I'm going to beat my husband. Like no. And so all of those excuses I saw for what went down during the Tubi commercial, like there's no reason why bartenders should have been yelled at. There's no reason why wives should have been smacked or beaten. That's insane. That's insane and it's tragic and it's sad and we have to stop making excuses. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And it's always middle-aged women that want to make excuses for this. And like and like I said earlier, you would think that like, oh, if they went through it, that would change it. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't because they have dealt with the shit and they don't care. Like, I mean, maybe they do care, but they continue to make excuses for it. They think it's normal. So moving on from that tragedy, the next thing I want to talk about... This pisses me off just looking at it. You know what I mean? Like, you ever just read the words and I'm like, I'm dreading the words even coming out of my mouth because it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Hallie, DDG, and Ruby Rose. Like, like it's like a three-way loser off. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like it's like they logged on to Twitter.com and they were like, hmm, how can we absolutely ruin our reputations today how can we actually be so insufferable today on the internet like for what like what did you gain like what did you gain so let's back up and let me let me tell a story so basically on the internet people made the observation because let me preface this because i'm gonna get to chloe next right after i'm done with this hallie with this hallie mess because i'm a chloe and hallie stan I love Chloe and Hallie. I've loved Chloe and Hallie since I saw them on Disney Channel. I just wasn't invested in them yet. Then they came out with the Kids Are All Right album. And I was like, oh, okay. These are potential mothers. Like, these are potential mothers. You know what I mean? Like, these these ain't no regular degular. Because what sold it to me, I was like, if you, if you get signed to Beyonce, Beyonce don't sign nobody off the street. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce's not rounding them up like that. She's not hunting down new R&B girls. She's not, she don't do that. Beyonce does not sign flops. She doesn't. And so I was like, ooh, she's signing Chloe and Hallie. We got potential mothers on our hands. These are potential mothers. And uh, here we are today. Anyway, so that was like what first got my attention, right? But then Ungodly Hour came out during the pandemic, ruled the pandemic. Like, I mean, like that literally, like there was a shift after that. Like we were, like there was a world before Ungodly Hour and there was a world after it. And I'm glad I'm in the after one. I never want to go back to a life like that because that shit was just so incredible. And 
that just that solidified to me i was like they're here to stay like the this talent is so unreal like it's like this this is this is in different areas like bitches don't know even how to process what's going on from these two right now like this is just some this is a whole different plane of existence that they on but here we are today and it just seemed to be going so good. Like, we obviously knew that they was going to go solo for a little bit because Hallie had to go film Little Mermaid. And so I was like, oh, and then Chloe started doing her little solo gig. I was like, okay, like, I think we're going to have some real cute shit. I think they're going to be so successful, like, solo and then come back together and it's going to go really hard. Has that happened? No, 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 no. It's been really tragic. Like, it's been really bad. And I will get into that. But we got to start with Hallie because that's that's what's up first. So the blogs and the internet noticed a couple days ago that Hallie and DDG unfollowed each other on Instagram. And... All of a sudden, like everyone on Twitter, and I'm not going to lie, I kind of fed into the narrative because I'm a bird and I didn't know what was true and what was not. But everyone was like, oh, Hallie cheated on DDG. I was like, and even in the back of my head, I was like, y'all, we kind of just made that up for fun. Um, But I'm going to roll with it because I don't really care. Like, let's just go with the, let's just go with the tall tale because we're just here to have fun. It's not that deep. And so I was like... And so everybody was going in on Hallie and I was making jokes like whatever he did, he deserved it. Like, because when men cheat, it's really nasty. When women do it, it's because they had no other choice. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just kidding. But um, no. And so I was just like laughing about it. I was like, I doubt it. Like, if anything, we all thought it was a prank for his flop ass like YouTube channel or his Twitch streams or whatever he does. God, he wants everybody want to be PewDiePie so bad. We need to put the podcast away, but that's a whole other conversation for a different day. And so after that, basically, then what was it that happened? Oh, oh, and it was because not only did he unfollow her, but then he tweeted. He was like, "All these girls are the same." What? Yo, and so then. After that, that's where everyone came from. Was like, oh, this bitch cheated? Like, what do you mean? Like, and so then we didn't really hear much about it. And then here come Ruby Rose. And I like Ruby Rose. I do. Like, I really like Ruby Rose. Like, but, and I still do. Like, I still do. Like, I don't think that this was like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that like this was like, like, cause, oh, don't get me wrong. I was shitty at her at first. Cause I was like, why would you hop in the middle of this and be messy on here for what? But then like, you actually like really think about it. And it's like, Ruby, Ruby didn't deserve none of that. You know what I mean? Like Ruby's not the enemy here. And like, I, I'm, I don't think she should have been dogged on as hard as she was. Like, was it messy inherently? Yes. But we need to focus on the real enemy here. And that's Daryl. That's Daryl DDG. Okay. We need to focus on the real terrorist in this situation. And so basically, Ruby posted screenshots of DDG in her DMs asking her, where you at? What you doing? Like, trying to link. And she was like, you... And then in the DMs, Ruby was like, oh, you fight with Hallie one day and here you come. You you the same man. And he was like, you right. Let me go heal. Corny. But anyway, and so then she posted those and it was over. 
It was over. Like, it was so over. Because then Hallie's gonna tweet. Miss Hallie's gonna tweet. Guys, the devil is working. Don't believe the lies. Have a blessed day. Like, girl. Girl. Let me tell you something, sweetie. Let me tell you something. The devil's working. Actually, the devil is actually laying next to you in that bed of yours, honey. Okay? The devil is actually quite unemployed and he walks around with a tripod, okay? That's the that's the real devil, okay? The real devil, yeah, they share the same letter, devil and Daryl. Like, come on. Like the real devil like the devil is coming from inside the house, okay? And so I was just like, girl. Like, you're so pathetic. Like, this is sad, sweetie. Hallie, this is sad. And, like, I try not to, like, get on her too hard. Because she's so young. And, like, I have been there. I've made really horrible decisions. I've made horrible choices when it comes to dating and my relationships. I knew that they were doing things that weren't right. And I allowed it. So I'm no better. I'm no better in the situation. Actually, I am better because I wouldn't do it now. But I I can empathize because I've been there, you know? Like, I've been in that situation where it was like, wow, I, I know that he's doing me nasty. I know she's doing me wrong. But I have, I'm going to live with it because I deeply care about this person. And I think and like you just keep thinking that that you can move past it you know what I mean like like you look at those situations and you don't interpret them as like okay that is setting a very clear tone that like I am not going to be respected by this man like this man is never going to respect me he's never going to treat me the right way I need to like I and I'm never and you don't realize that like you're forever going to go through that relationship in doubt like you are never going to fully trust that person never 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 it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter if they never do it again it doesn't matter if they never do it again if they do it one time that shit your trust at least go down to 99 you know what i mean your trust will literally still go down to 99 percent because you will never forget it you will never forget it and so i it's just some really sad boots. And then on top of that, like, DDG just kept going with it. Like, he just kept going on the internet, being stupid, making jokes about it. Like, he tweeted something like, a honey, like, this one, okay, let me tell y'all a gag, okay? This was this gagged me down when I was, like, fucking on Twitter. He was, like, he tweeted, 100K or dinner with DDG. And this bitch gonna reply, boy, you clearly not that hard to link with. I'll take the 100K. Like, come on. Like, get him, okay? <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Like, he is not hard to link with. So basically, moral of the story, DDG is another community bike. Everybody's had a ride. You know what I'm saying? So we just gotta... I just wish Hallie would stand up. Get up. Get up. Like, you are literally Little Mermaid. You have Disney contract. And that's what's blowing me, too. Like, one more thing on this situation. And we're going to move on to the other sister. That's another thing. I'm like, Hallie, like, do you... This man ain't shit. Like, this man is nothing. This man is literally zero. He has zero. He is jobless. Like, this man is unemployed. Like, what do you mean? What What are you seeing that we're not seeing? What is going on in there? Like, what, like, turn it on, turn this on, turn this on, turn this on, turn this on. Because I'm just so lost, honey. I'm so lost. This man does not have a job. This man is jobless. What was he doing before he was with you? 
He was sitting on Twitch all day. He was, he was sitting on Twitch and YouTube all day. Like, and then he links up with you and now he's going, and now he's going to Rock Nation brunch. Now he's going to Dubai. Now he's going to the Grammys. Now he's in the same room as Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like, and then you have done all of that for him. He plays around in your purse like it's Monopoly money. And then he, you, you let him dog you out on Twitter with Ruby Rose. Are you insane, sweetie? No, 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 no. See, no, 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 no. At that point, let me let me log on to Twitter and I see that shit. Let me log on to Twitter and I see my man doing shit like that. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'll actually just kill him at that point. Like, are you insane? Are you dumb? This is pathetic. This is really sad, boo. Like, that that's the worst. Okay, that let me tell you a very lethal combination. Like, if your man is broke and bored and horny, I will tell y'all right now. Like, the, never let your man be all three of those things at once. No, 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 no. Your man being all three of those at once, you're going to be living in hell. I'll tell you that right now. Those three together. And I feel like that's exactly what DDG is. That's exactly what it is. He broke because he plays in Hallie's purse money. He's bored because he's not employed. And he's horny because he's literally trying to fuck Ruby Rose at the same time. Like, it's just really sad. It's really sad. And this is embarrassing for Hallie. And she, and she's just being flamed all day. Like, every time she tweets now, there's always something about it in the replies. Like, you're done, sweetie. Like, I mean, you're not done. Because, don't me wrong. Like, I think out of... I think out of Hallie, like Chloe and Hallie, I think Hallie's the most fine. Like, don't get me wrong. This is embarrassing. And this is literally like Shade Network. Like, Shade Network. This is literally Shade Room antics. And like, I mean, The Little Mermaid's probably going to leave Disney. And it's going to premiere on Zeus Network at this point. It's going to be on Tubi. Like, but I think she'll still be fine. Like, Little Mermaid's going to come out. We're all going to be like, yes, mother legend. So, this is just very tragic. But it's, it, it'll die quickly. Let's move on to the other sister because I don't think this is dying quickly because she's on a roll. She's on a roll. And this is hard because if I'm being real, Chloe's my fave. Chloe's always been my fave out of the two. I've, I've liked her voice the most, actually. And that's not a popular opinion. I think everyone likes Hallie's voice more. But I've always been, I've always had a Chloe bias. I've always had a Chloe bias. And this is something I've wanted to talk about for a long time. And this recent thing of hers has just really ignited it in me hold on i need to get some water for this mm. Mm. <laughs> you know when you just drink so much water you can't breathe i can't breathe okay because i'm using my big ass cup as a prop okay let's discuss miss chloe bailey because this is getting to me like, I take this personally. Like, I really do. I take shit like this very personally. Because there's just no reason for this girl. There's absolutely no reason. So, basically, Chloe on... It was a Valentine's Day. It was yesterday. So, two days after um, Valentine's Day. Because on Valentine's Day, Chloe posted a very lovely pink photo shoot. Stunning girl, as always. She's always going to eat. She's always going to eat. Like, and so, basically... She posted a cute little snippet of a new song with the photo shoot. And I was gagging. I was really gagging. I was like, this is really cute. Definitely better than Prayed Away. 
Pray it away is not bad. Okay, let me say something right now. Pray it away is not bad. But it's it's like, what are you, what? It's, it's It was more of like, it came out and I was like, huh? So you mean to tell me you scrapped Have Mercy, Treat Me, Surprise, and For the Night for Pray It Away? I'm going to say this. I mean, I'm going to save that for when I get into the, the Chloe Bailey career conversation because that's where this is going. But let's let's focus on what brought us here today. So then yesterday she announced that the new song she posted with her Valentine's Day shoe is called How It How Does It Feel? Yep, it's called How Does It Feel? It comes out next Friday and it features Christopher Brown. It features Chris Brown. Okay. There's a lot there's a lot to, the, I, and she she's getting flamed and she's getting flamed on twitter like i mean as soon like it was one of those like she literally i know she was sitting there on her phone like hovering over the tweet button she was hovering over the tweet button she went and then dipped i know she threw her phone like it's like when you post some like real hot ass shit on ig and you gotta throw your phone for a minute like you are not ready to see what's about to go down you know what I'm saying? Or like you say something nasty to to somebody, like a little, like you send a nude and you just gotta throw the phone. Like I will, I am not ready for the response yet, honey. Like I gotta mentally prepare to get there. But anyway, so basically, Chloe announced that song and it was a rap. It was a rap. Like I mean, in like ten minutes. What do you mean in ten minutes? You have like ten thousand quote tweets. Like, if your quote tweets are more than your likes and retweets, you're done. That means that you are being shredded in the town square. Like, and I was like, ooh, it's bad. And it was bad. Everybody was on your ass. Except the shade room. The shade room is the only ones that was riding for you. And I will get to that. But basically, I'm just... I'm I'm just... I'm just, what? Like, I'm just like, what, girl? Like, and this is where I'm getting to the point of, like, I just don't understand what she's doing. Like, I don't understand. And I am I have hope for the album. Like, it's one of those things where I don't think it's going to be bad. Like, I really don't. Like, I, I don't think any of her music is bad. Like, it's not. I don't think she has put out a bad song. A lot of people would disagree with that. But I don't. I don't think she has. What I think the issue is, is I just don't think... I just don't understand why the the fan base she has is not aligned with the fan base she wants. And it's just really confusing me. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I really don't get it, sweetie. Like, I don't understand because the people that like you are younger girlies and gay people. So why are you trying to impress millennial shade room bitches? That's what I'm not getting. Like, because those are the people that every single day tell you you're doing too much. They, every single time you post on Instagram, they say you're doing too much. Every time you do a cover of a song, they say you're doing too much. They say you're extra. They say you're annoying. They say you're a tryhard. The only time I have seen them come for you come up for you in recent times is when you when you started popping out with chris brown and even then and even then i'll tell you right now mama 
They're not buying the song. They're not buying the song. I will bet everything. I will bet everything. They're not buying the song. They're not buying the song. Nobody's buying the song. Like, and that's and that's the sad part is because I just don't understand what happened to put you on this trajectory. Because like, if we go back into the career, you you had it. You had it with you had it with Have Mercy. You had it with Have Mercy and Treat Me. Like you really did. Like, I mean, maybe not, I mean, no, I, I'm gonna throw Treat Me in there. I'm gonna throw Treat Me in there, because a lot of y'all like to shit on that song, but it was on, it was on the right trajectory from Have Mercy. It really was. Because those songs, people, the, the, the people that will, like, the audience that will buy Chloe's music and go to her shows and stand for her are the same ones, are the same ones that go for Tanache, Normani, and those R&B girlies. Which are mostly girls, like the, the girls and gays crowd. You know what I mean? It's not the shade room crowd. It's not the shade room crowd. They're never going to fuck with you, Chloe. Like, they're just not. Like, they, like it don't matter. Like, the only time they, they're starting to fuck with you is because you linked up with Chris Brown. Because for some reason, the shade room literally worships Chris Brown on their knees. And so, but they're still, I'm telling you right now, girl, they're not buying the song. They're still not buying the song. They're not buying the song. The shade room loves to be big and bad and loud, but they don't they don't show out for anybody they deem to give a fuck about. And they don't they don't give a fuck about you, so they're really not gonna buy the song. The people that would buy the song are the girlies and the gazies that was buy and have mercy. That was buy and treat me. And then all of a sudden you pivoted and you dropped surprise to try and cater to that like a little bit closer to the shade room crowd and it did not click. It really wasn't clicking that much. Luckily, we were still fucking with it. Like, I still love that song. And I love For the Night. I love For the Night. But then Pray It Away came. And I like Pray It Away. I think it's a good song. I think she sounds amazing. But it's a huge direction change away from the audience that actually buys your music. That's what I'm getting at. I'm like, girl, this type of music is not for the audience that will buy your music. And I don't know why you are going so hard for that crowd when they don't want you. They don't. They dog on you every day on the internet, Pookie. Like, I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand, Mama. Like, I don't. Like, I just don't get it. Like, like at this point, I need Beyonce to step in. I need Beyonce. Beyonce, take Chloe's phone. Take Chloe's phone. Deactivate her Twitter. Yep. Shut down the IG. Shut it down. Shut it down. Like, because this is ridiculous. This is fucking ridiculous. I just, I don't, I wish I could know. Like, it's one of those things, like, I wish I could sit her down. And I'm like, what was the point where you were like, these people that fuck with me? And no, I want those big old haters. Like, I want the hater crowd. Because, sweetie, the hater crowd is never going to love you. They're not. They live to hate. Have you been on the shade room? That's all it is. I need a whole situation if I need to talk about the shade room. Because there's something, there's shit on these like Hollywood Unlocked and all those like IG blogs that actually drives me bad shit. And I'll get to that because there's something that they do that I think is so morally bankrupt. Like, I think that you need to go to jail. I think you need to go to jail if you do that kind of shit on the internet. Like, it's fucking sad. But that is a topic for another day. So basically, to wrap it up with the with the Baileys. What the fuck is in the water with them? Like, what happened? What happened? What happened? 
Like, it makes me sad because I love them. I love Chloe and Hallie and I always have. But, like, this is not it. It's not it. Like, Chloe, you're hitting a point of no return. Like, I'm, that's what I'm really scared about. Is Chloe is getting closer and closer to no return. When, when Treat Me didn't pop off like that, I was like, eh, it still did enough. It still made enough noise to where I'm like, you know, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Like, let's just roll out the record and we'll, we'll keep it moving. And then surprise came and it didn't do nothing. And I was like, okay, like, whoo, like, okay, let's just, let's see what else we can cook up. And then she took a fat break and nothing happened. And I was like, okay, for the night came out, zero crickets, but at least it was a really good song. And then now we have Pray It Away. And I don't even think it charted, like, uh all that and so that's what i'm saying like i think it's just desperation at the end of the day like i think it's desperate because like going to chris brown for a feature is desperate in 2023 is desperate it's really desperate like and and i'm okay i guess i'll get into it i didn't know if i wanted to talk about chris brown a lot but like because i don't because for some reason like chris brown is one of those people in our culture that, like, you either love him down or you want him dead. You know what I mean? Like, he's quite a polarizing figure. And my thought is just, like, I wish... I just don't know what it is that we just can't keep it real about Chris Brown. Because this whole... Especially... And I'd say this because because of Chloe's like, song being announced and everybody going at her on the internet, now Chris Brown had a meltdown on IG stories and he basically just went off saying all y'all can kiss my ass and I was 17 I made one mistake and I'm 33 now and I've changed and y'all won't let me change and I'm grown and fuck you and first of all Christopher Brown 17 when you beat Rihanna you were 20 That and I'm not letting that slide because there is a huge difference between saying that you were twenty, you were seventeen, and you being twenty. And I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. Because seventeen implies that you're still a child. Your brain is not all the way there. You still could be living with your parents. You could still be grounded. You could still be in high school. And so there's a huge difference in connotation if that went down when you were 17 but you were actually 20 at 20 years old you can live on your own you could have a full-time job you can be employed you could even have a child at that point so don't sit up here and rewrite the narrative sweetie i don't think so not on my watch and i saw that on the story and i clocked it i clocked it real quick i was like you are not gonna sit up here and shave off three years of that narrative I don't think so. And that's what I think is very strategic on his part is over time, he has just warped that story. Like he over time has just slowly like tweaked details of it so that our memory of it is warped. Like it's literally a Chris, like it's weird. It's literally a Chris Brown sanctioned like government psyop. Like what? Like this is literally mental warfare. Like I don't get it. Like what? Christopher Brown, like, you not fooling me. And then on top of that, this is what be killing me. One mistake? Um, what if I call Karuchi Tran? 
What if I call Karuchi Tran? What do you mean? One mistake? That woman has literally an indefinite restraining order against you. I didn't forget that. And that was after Re. That was after Re. And stop it with the Rihanna forgave him bullshit. Y'all don't know Re. Did Re say that? What? Is someone, someone please point me to where Rihanna said that. Because you can't. You can't. You can't. Re, like, I don't know where this came from. Like, I think as a society, y'all just wanted to coddle and just snuggle up to Chris Brown and take care of him like a child for no reason to the point where you made up the fact that Rihanna forgave him. Because last I checked, I don't think she ever said that. I don't think Rihanna forgave him. I don't think Rihanna forgave him. I think that she realized it's not worth giving a fuck about no more. You know what I mean? Because I think she realized that like, it don't mean shit to me anymore. I'm still bossed the fuck up and I'm one of the most loved celebrities on the planet. Rihanna is one of the most beloved beloved figures on the planet. And so I think Rhi realized it's not worth talking about. It's not worth making a big deal about. It's not worth it's not it's not worth making an issue out of it anymore because I am Rihanna and I have real success and real things to focus on. Not fucking Christopher Brown. You know what I mean? That's what I think happened. I think that she realized it's not worth it for her to give a fuck anymore. Which is fucking sad. It's fucking sad. So don't come up in here saying that Rihanna forgave him. Because last I checked, you pulled that up. You pulled that out of the library of your asshole. Like, you just made that up. And so, basically, I... <sighs> Christopher Brown. And then on top of that, what... Can, why are y'all riding so hard for a man that is so colorist? Like, y'all know the Tokyo Vanity shit. Like, y'all know what he be saying about bitches. Like, he's like, I only like light-skinned girls. I only like white girls. I only like Latina girls. I only like Puerto Rican girls. Hispanic. Like, he own Asian women, Latina women, light-skinned women. He don't like nothing else. Nothing. He literally does paper bag test at the club door. And it's really sad. Like, I just, that's disgusting to me. Like, I, like, how, like, what? Like, uh-uh. And y'all, and it's, I don't want to say this because, like, I, I should say it, but I won't say it because it's really bad. But, like, at the end of the day, fuck that man. Fuck that man. I don't care about that man. I don't understand why we still care about that man in 2023. Why do we care about this man in 2023? I left him back in 2014. Okay, I left him with New Flame. You know what I'm saying? Like, I left him with New Flame. And that's where he can stay. Okay, I'm not interested in nothing from him in 2023. Not in 2023. Okay? Well, he he needs to stop having meltdowns on IG. He needs to stop terrorizing every woman on the street. And he needs to go get a lithium prescription. Okay? Thank you. He needs betterhelp.com. Thank you. Like, I'm so sick of that fool. Like, we need to stop get paying him attention. But then again, I think he's funding the shade room. I think he's paying the shade room off. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Unlocked. Yep. I'll say it. I, he, he's, it's propaganda. Like, it's gotta be, it's payola. 
It's payola. Like, it's really payola propaganda. Like, he is paying the blogs. He is paying the blogs because why I go in the shade room and every single word he said today is literally a whole post. A whole post on the shade room. Because he is paying them to continually post his ass. So that way the, the, the shade room university birds can go in the comments and be like, leave him alone. Y'all be all up on Chris Brown. Like, leave Chris Brown alone. That's another thing. And I'm going to finish it there because I'm tired of talking about Chris Brown. When has anyone ever not left Chris Brown alone? Because the last I checked, Chris Brown is like the most coddled baby celebrity ever. Like, he acts like a toddler. Like, do we not forget this man literally destroyed, like, furniture at a a live show? Like, do we, like, this man, like, it needs to be studied. Like, it's actually fascinating to me how someone like Chris Brown has been away, able to get away with the things that he's gotten away with. And been so in the public's good graces. Like, because, and that was the other point, was that he decided to drag all the white celebrities into it. Like, he went to, like, an article of, like, celebrities that have, like, done domestic violence. First of all, the article that he posted with screenshots of those white celebrities. Christopher Brown, why are you also in that article? Why'd you skip over that page? Ooh, that's embarrassing, sweetie. Anyway, and then he's going to post that shit. And the and and if y'all go take a look at his story. Go take a look cuz maybe aside from like one of them, why is Chris Brown more successful in 2023 than all the celebrities he posted? That's what I'm not understanding. I don't understand why Chris Brown is throwing this fit like people don't ride for him in 2023. People still love Chris Brown. Like, that, that, like, that, like, millennial, like, I would say, like, younger millennial crowd loves Chris Brown. Millennials love Chris Brown. Like, they think that nostalgia is just so strong for them, they're never gonna let it go. They're never letting it go. Because, like, they just, like, they just love the dude. Like, they don't care who he be, they don't care what he say or do. Like, they, like, the music, they, they never gonna let the music go. And I don't even get it because he's made the same song for, like, the last decade. Like, and that's another thing. Why are we putting out 40 song albums, sir? That's why everyone's like, see, he do numbers. Like, he gets streams. Yeah, I would get streams if I'm putting out 40 tracks on one record that are all the same beat. Like, I'm sure I would get a couple streams, too. Like, stop playing. Anyway. I just don't get it. Like, I don't get the the dissonance of, like, reading those comments of, like, y'all need to leave Chris Brown alone. Why y'all always on Chris Brown? He made one mistake. Chris Brown has always been left alone. For the crimes that he's done and the horrendous things that he's done, he is pretty much left alone. He's pretty much left alone, as far as I know. Like, I've never seen him, like, really publicly torn up. Even when the Rihanna shit happened. He went on, like, a whole PR apology tour, like, immediately following. And it worked. And it's worked since then. He's always been in the good graces with the public. So I just think that this little sob, boo-hoo, crybaby fit that he threw today was corny. It was corny. It was late. It was tired. It was boring, yawning, sloppy, lazy. So let's put Chris Brown to bed. Anyway, I'm putting Chris Brown to bed. I'm tired of Christopher Brown. I don't want nothing to do with him no more. Next, let's move on to something fun. Okay, I want to move on to something fun. I got... 
Renaissance tour tickets. Oh my God. I am so excited. I cannot wait. So I am going to the July 23rd show at Soldier Field in Chicago. I will be sitting on the floor seats. Um, I will say, I will say, Ticketmaster, you are going to hell. But the point though, like, because I wanted Club Renaissance so bad. I needed Club Renaissance tickets. Like, yo, like that whole pit just looked like a vibe, like a motherfucking vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit looked unreal. Like that was going to be some real shit. And so I wanted those tickets so bad. I go on Ticketmaster because I was put on the wait list for the presale. I was like, Beyonce, fuck Beyonce. I was like, fuck Beyonce, fuck Jay-Z. Like, uh-uh. Like, what do you mean? I, Beyonce, let me know out of all the bitches who signed up for that presale. Did they watch Black is King six times? Do they stream the gift like I do? Did they subscribe to HBO just to watch the Lemonade film? Have they watched the Homecoming Netflix special 25 times like I have? Do they know all the words to I Am Sasha Fierce B-Sides? No. And so that's why I was like, wait list? What do you mean I'm on the wait list? Fuck. And so, but then a divine intervention occurred because two minutes before Chicago tickets went on sale, I got a text and they were like, you're off the wait list. You have a code. I was like, oh, purr. And so I get into the wait list, right? I'm in the queue waiting to buy my tickets. The tickets pop up and it's crickets. I mean, I'm, I'm gagged upon arrival. Like, because what do you mean the club renaissance tickets are $950? No, ma'am. No, Beyonce. No, Beyonce. I don't think so, B. Sorry, I almost fell over. No, Beyonce. No, thank you, B. It's not happening. I'm, I love you, mother. Like, that's that's my mother. Like, that is literally my mother. I'm not paying $950 to see you, sweetie. Mm-mm. Not paying $950 to see you. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And so... I ended up getting floor seats, though, section B. Like, literally, my seat is at the stage. Did I pay $600 for it? Yes. I paid $600. I don't want to hear the judgment. It's Beyonce. But I'm just saying, I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait. I need to hear all of Renaissance. That's my last point. I'm going to end it here. I had a couple other topics I want to talk about, but I only have a minute and a half left of this live. I was going to talk about Ice Spice. For a second but it's really not that big of a deal and then this topic i think i might talk about it another time because it's also kind of long so i might just carry it over into next week but i'll end it with renaissance tour i'm so excited be like i can't wait but my thing is i need to hear the record i need the whole album like you're not cutting songs out sweetie you're not doing it like i everyone's like oh she's not gonna sing all up in your mind yes she is i will get up there and i'll sing it how about that I will get up there and sing the song. Like, I don't care. Like, I need to hear that song. Like, I need to hear Renaissance top to bottom. And then we can go into the hits, okay? Then we can start talking about the classics. But I need to hear the whole Renaissance album, front to back. Like, I, like, I, and I doubt it. I know she won't do it. I know it's going to be mixed around and shit. And I have a feeling not every Renaissance track will be performed. And I'm not pleased. Beyonce, I'm not happy about that intuition I have. I had a vision about it and I don't like it. So I'm putting that out there right now with the last 15 seconds I have. 
Beyonce. I want Renaissance front to back in July. And that's all for today. Thank you guys.